Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 191, the number two tip to stop over drinking. Hi friends, welcome back. Are you excited about the number two tip to stop over drinking? Hey, I want to thank you all for um, rating and reviewing the podcast after last week. I really, really appreciate that. And if you haven't done it yet, please, 191 episodes for free. (laughs) and I don't hold anything back on the podcast it's not like I'm only giving you like light tips I'm giving you the best tips to stop over drinking and you know you guys have changed your lives with the podcast so please take two minutes and go to iTunes and review the podcast and share it with your family and friends there's no shame in sharing that you listen to a podcast called stop over drinking and start living What I have found is that people that share that they're working on this and that this is helpful um, get help and put that out in the universe that they're working on it. And their friends and family also, it helps them drink less too. So we need to remove the shame in our society around acknowledging that we are drinking too much and we want to cut back. I mean, it's called stop over drinking and start living. So like, what's the shame in that? right? Of improving your life and drinking less and doing more of the things that you love. So let it rip, friends. Share with the world. (laughs) Thank you so much for everybody that has. I really appreciate it. So did you guys use the number one tip? The number one tip, if you haven't listened to it yet, you should go back to last week's episode, episode 190, and listen to the number one tip. The number one tip was pause and name how you're feeling in the moment that you want to have a drink. Okay, so I dig into that in that episode. And the number two tip is notice what you are thinking about having the drink. Okay, number two tip is notice what you are thinking about having the drink. What is the dialogue that is going on in your mind when you want to have a drink? Okay, we want to stop and name how we're feeling first. And then once we go through that exercise that I explained in detail in this in last week's episode, you want to get aware of what you are thinking in your mind. Okay, so that looks like, okay, I just named and processed that that was interesting. (laughs) What am I thinking that this drink will help me do? That's a really good question for you to write down right now. What am I thinking? about how this drink will help me, okay? Or what am I thinking about having a drink? What am I thinking about my day that's making me want to have a drink? These are all really good questions that you can ask yourself that will help you get aware of some of the story that you're telling yourself about how alcohol is helping you, okay? Because alcohol, the truth is alcohol is actually helping you in some way And 
it's not really true that it actually does help, but there's a story that you're telling yourself sort of unconsciously that is helpful for you. Okay. So one of the stories that I had was that it helped me when I had my third baby and, you know, those evenings, like in the first six weeks I had postpartum depression and I had a really, really hard time getting through those evenings. They were almost unbearable for me. And so my story that I had with alcohol was that it helps me get through it, right? It helped me get through it. And I believed that. And when I look back at it, it did. I mean, it did help me. It, it took the edge off of those times. And, you know, I, I don't want to be ashamed about that. It did serve a purpose. It was the only tool I had at the time. It was the only thing that, that helped me. You know, like it was even, I was too overwhelmed and full of anxiety and, and had postpartum depression for me to even get to the doctor. Like I, the idea of packing up my newborn and both of my other children who were under the age of four into during the day, because, you know, doctors only see you during the workday and to go into an appointment to talk about the postpartum depression. Like the idea of that was way too much for me at the time. And so I self-medicated to get through that. And thankfully it, it, ended, right? It like kind of naturally moved through me and it, it didn't linger for too long, but that's what I did to help myself. And I'm not ashamed of that at all. I could go down the path and let my mind go down the path of thinking that that was terrible. And I missed the first six weeks of my child's evening routine, but I'm not going to do that because that's not helpful either. So alcohol is helping you in some way. And you want to uncover what that sounds like in your mind. So these questions that you should ask yourself, the number two tip is ask yourself, what is this helping me with? Okay, so you can get clear on what you believe it's helping you do. Okay, so maybe the, the answer sounds like it's helping me relax, it's helping me unwind, it's helping me get through the evening routine, it's helping me be relaxed in this social situation. It's helping me, you know, celebrate, right? Like you need to uncover that. So you understand why you're, while you're, why (laughs) you understand why you are using it. Okay. The sentences, the thoughts that you have in your mind, create your feelings in your body. And I know like when I'm telling you this right now, it's like, I know I say this a lot, but I think you really need to understand it because it's the number two tip. Your thoughts create your feelings. Okay. So if you're telling yourself a story like this helps me unwind, this helps me relax, you are going to feel a desire for that alcohol. Okay. And that desire is a vibration in your body. It's that want, it's that urge. Okay. That's going to go drive your behavior of drinking it. Because remember, we're motivated to seek pleasure and avoid pain and save energy. So if you feel desire, your brain's like, ooh, there's something good that's coming if you follow through on this, right? So seek that pleasure, avoid that pain that you might be in, right? And go do what you normally do so you can get that relief. So for you, you need to understand that process and that thought cycle so you can get agency over it, right? We learned how to get agency over our emotions in last week's episode. This week, you need to be aware of what you think alcohol is doing for you so you can understand your motivations behind drinking it. 
And yes, it's alcohol. Yes, it's a drug. Yes, it's addictive. But your mind and what you think about it and how you think it helps you is way more powerful than the actual drug itself. The drug itself is there, and yes, it's addicting, right? And it, and it's not like something else that maybe is less addicting that we do, but your mind about how it's helping, your thoughts about how it's helping you in addition to the addiction component of it, that's why it's so powerful, right? And if you just focus on the alcohol itself and not drinking the alcohol itself, because it's a drug and you can't do it and you need to avoid it and you just, you know, find some other things to do and so you don't drink it and you don't understand your thoughts about why you're using it, right? It will become a battle that it's like this white knuckling thing. You're just avoiding the alcohol instead of fixing your belief systems about what is helping you to do. And so you want to ask yourself that question so you can uncover why you're drinking it in those moments. And the good news here is once you uncover while, why you think you're drinking it or what you think it's helping you to do, right, or to feel, then we can work on changing those thoughts, okay? Or at least like dismantling them in a way that makes them not so powerful, okay? So if I had a thought like it helps me relax, which is a thought that I had when I was using alcohol every day, <laughs> I now know that that thought makes me drink more. I can see that having that thought in the moment when I got home from work, right, it helps me relax, creates this desire for me to have the drink, and then I'm motivated to go get the drink. Okay, so now I have that information, and I can really kind of poke some holes in that thought. Does it help me relax all the time? If I zoom out of this immediate moment and using it to help me relax and I think about the full 24-hour period, does it help me relax in the morning? Is it helping me relax when I think about feeling stuck and not moving towards the goals that I have around alcohol? Um, I'm not relaxed when I wake up in the morning and my anxiety is on fire because I was my sleep was interrupted and I didn't follow through on what I said I was going to do and I'm starting my day with anxiety. No, right? So like zooming out of that idea that this helps me relax, when I get out of that moment that I'm using it to help me relax, really helps me see that that's not really true. It doesn't help me relax. Okay, and I can remind myself of that in the moment. Okay, yeah, I recognize that I'm telling myself that it helps me relax, but that's not true all the time. And as a matter of fact, it's not really true at all because it's not a solution for relaxation. (laughs) You know, it numbs my feeling of anxiety and overwhelm briefly, but it doesn't actually help me relax. Relaxation is a state of mind, and it's not something that we ingest into our bodies to, right, it doesn't work that way. That our feelings are generated because of how we're thinking, not about the alcohol that we're ingesting. So it's just sort of like a brain error that I'm recognizing here, and I can dismantle it. Are you guys following along? So tip number two to stop over drinking is to ask yourself, after you've processed the feeling that I talked about in the last podcast, you wanna ask yourself, what is, what am I thinking that alcohol is helping me do. And you want to grab your pa- your pacer your 
paper. Gosh, I'm just really stumbling. <laughs> you want to grab something to write down with or dictate it in your phone and capture what comes up for you. And you will have different thoughts about different scenarios. Okay, so it might be a different thought or belief while you're in a social situation. It might be a different thought or belief after something bad happens. It might be a different thought or belief, you know, after a bad day or, or you're bored or something else. Okay, so there's going to be different responses and different circumstances that you're in. Start paying attention and getting aware of what you think it helps you do and then start to poke some holes in it. This is where jumping on a coaching call can be really, really helpful. So if you're in my coaching program, definitely um, volunteer for coaching and get, come on a call so, and let me help you like uncover that. And if you're not in my coaching program, why not? <laughs> you should join, okay? Like click through the application link, read through the information. I share all the details. In that link, make sure you watch those three videos before you apply because I share all the details, who's it's for, who's it's not for, all of that. And if you get your application in right now and you're approved and you want to talk to me privately, you can. So I'm going to, and there's no cost to that. It's just a keen interest in joining right now. So I will reach out to you personally and help you set up a 20 minute phone call so we can chat about it. All right, my friends, I love you so much and don't forget to review the podcast. Okay. Have a good week. Talk to you soon.